What's up, everyone? Welcome back to the Sports with Jake and Matt podcast. I'm your host, Matt, alongside my good friend, Jake. Jake, how are you doing this afternoon? I am doing very well, Matt. How are you doing? I'm doing great, and I'm doing even better because today we are joined by Madison from the Sports Gossip Girls. Madison, how are you doing today? I'm doing pretty well, too. Thank you. All right, we're ready to di- we're ready to dive into some news. Obviously, baseball has started to uh, come up on the rise. Spring training is uh, within two months, a little more than a month. Um, so yeah, news has started to stir. Of course, uh, as we are all Yankee fans here, we are definitely definitely devastated to see how well the Blue Jays are doing. Um, so I think within a day they picked up both all three: Michael Brantley. George Springer, and Kirby Yates. Those are all very nice pieces to a very young team that includes Bo Bichette and, of course, Vlad Guerrero Jr. Uh, Jake, do you have thoughts? Yeah, so here's the thing with the Yankees, right? We're all Yankees fans. This might be a little bit of a more biased episode than usual, but that's not my fault. So, <laughs> um, uh, so in 2018, 20, really 2017, 2018, around there, it was always the Red Sox. Red Sox were screwing over the Yankees. They were winning a bunch of games, they were just, you know, all up in our faces, right? And obviously they won the World Series in 2018, but then come 2019, right, Red Sox fall off a cliff, but it doesn't matter because the Rays are coming into town, right? And now the Rays are good, and they win a bunch of games, and uh, we didn't have to face them in the playoffs, but they did screw with us in the regular season. And then in 2020, they beat us in the division and then beat us in the playoffs, and looks like the Rays are about to fall off a cliff after they lost Blake Snell and a few other starters, and now in comes the Toronto Blue Jays, who none, none of us really thought were going to be much of a threat this year. And then, all of a sudden, George Springer signs a six-year, $150 million contract, as well as recently a Michael Brantley contract that I don't exactly know the details to, but I know he signed. So, I'm very upset, because I thought we were finally in the clear, and we aren't. We are not in the clear. So, uh, I'm very upset that the Blue Jays are doing so well. Madison, you'd yeah. like to add? Every year, it's like it's always a new team, like surprising us. But the thing that's really annoying is that, and I don't know if this is true, like statistically, but the Yankees don't play well in Toronto. I feel like we're always losing there for some reason. I don't know if it's actually true, but I just feel like we're always losing in that stadium. Well, and that's not good. Yeah, I mean they're a tough young team. Obviously, their infield consists of Guerrero, Bichette, and Biggio, who. He's kind of low-key. He's low-key good. Like, a lot of people over- underestimate him as well. Um, but now with these key pieces, they got nice pieces in the outfield. And not to mention Kirby Yates, but at one point was the uh, MLB saves leader uh, at one point. And he is, he, he is in his early to mid-prime, so he is doing very well as well. Yeah. Uh, to uh, bring a little more happiness... Uh, Jake, on our last podcast, we were talking about how the Yankees have been very quiet as of late. And then on Friday, this past Friday, they go out, they re-sign DJ, they avoid our arbitration with Judge and Glaber. And of course, uh, the, the more shocking surprise to all of us, they signed two-time Cy Young Award winner Corey Kluber. Now, this was only for one year. Obviously, I think he's trying to just prove himself, think he still has it in him. At 34 years old, I don't, his season was a little bit different with Toronto, uh, Toronto, Texas last year. Um, but yeah, Jake, with this firepower, what do we expect? 
Well, uh, Mashiro Tanaka, as of right now, has not re-signed with the Yankees, which is unfortunate. But even if he leaves, uh, now we have some sort of pitching depth. I expect Severino and Herman to come back at some point this year. Whether they stay healthy or not is a whole other question because that, you know, they always get hurt. Um, but with Cole, Kluber, Sevi, Herman, and Montgomery, I think this is still a pretty solid rotation. Always, there's always something that goes terribly wrong. At some point, someone gets hurt, um... Uh, or someone gets suspended. Herman got suspended a couple years ago. So, uh, I'm just hoping that none of that happens. And if everything stays the same, I think Kluber can be a very reliable postseason pitcher, which is what we had a lot of issues with. But as long as that holds together and as well as the bullpen does its job, I, I mean, the Corey Kluber signing isn't going to hurt anything. Yeah, Go ahead. I agree. Go ahead. Like, I... I mean, most Yankee fans want to not go back, but that's probably not going to happen. I'm actually fine with our rotation right now. Like, I know it's not the best, obviously, but, you know, Herman's good if he's pitching for us. I don't even know what's happening with that. Um, Severino, obviously, like you said, is coming back probably, like, July, August, something like that. And um, I don't know. I mean, I feel like some of them, maybe Montgomery and possibly Harmon, could even be relievers. So we have like a lot of options, and I think it's more like our hitting that we need to work on because in the postseason the pitching was it was it wasn't perfect, but it was okay, and the hitting was just atrocious in some of the games. We're also forgetting uh, my man James Paxton. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, we're also forgetting my man, but at the same time, he's not been the same pitcher he was in Seattle. He's not the pitcher that threw the no hitter. Um, he hasn't really, I mean, he, people expect him to throw like mid to high 90s. There was a dip in his velocity, I believe this year. And, uh, he's just a different pitcher. So hopefully he can get back to his form and he could be one of those relief pitchers too. I, I like that idea. Um, our bullpen has been probably one of the top five bullpens in the league for the past couple years. Uh, speaking of bullpen, do I want Chapman back? Don't even ask me. I don't, I don't. That's all I have to say. That's all I have to say. There's nothing else to it. If you'd like me to explain, I don't feel like going into it. It's too annoying. Yeah, you um, never knew what you were gonna get. With yeah, with, with Ch- him, it's just yeah. With, go. With Chapman, uh, you know, that's two two years in a row now. He has given up the final the final straw in the playoffs in 2019. You know, there there was there was a little bit of you know shady stuff on the Astros part that we all definitely a little know little cheaty cheaty little cheats yeah some shady stuff but little cheats even even with that being said, um, I don't think the Rays cheated in 2020 and he you know he gave up that home run, uh, but get, just get rid of him. He like every time I watch the Yankees and Chavin comes on, I'm like he's he's either gonna lose us the game or strike out the side, and that's yeah I don't, I don't want that. Like we can, and, and yeah. the thing is, you can get a lot for Chapman. If you trade Chapman, you can you can get a decent amount of assets for him, and assets that I I believe we need. I remember, yeah. I remember, Madison. We were at that Yankees Mets game a couple years ago. We were up seven. It was like oh seven. My God. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. We were up seven to two or seven to three. Chapman comes in in the ninth. I believe like it's like is loaded. Like, no, but there was like, there. Were, I think there were. He got the first two outs. Yeah, you keep forgetting it's either strikeout, loses us the game, or gets the first two outs, then loses us the game. He got the yeah. first two outs, then gave up like four or five runs, and we still ended up winning. But that's just that's the type of stuff you can't really expect the best from someone like him. He's he's yeah. up and he's up and down. Um, all right, moving on. 
because we could do this all day. Um, <laughs> we talked about Kluber, Jake. We didn't get a me- we didn't get to mention uh, this happened. Uh, I think about a week or two weeks ago. Kyle Schwarber is on to the Nationals. They're trying to rebuild from that 2019 2019 team, which was insane. Um, obviously, they lost their key piece, Howie Kendrick. Uh, he decides to uh, retire from baseball. But they get Kyle Schwarber. They also signed John Lester, who he's a vet, so he knows what he's doing. We just have to see uh, the pieces that he could take. Jake, what do you think about Kyle Schwarber? Um, again, nothing can really go wrong here. Uh, he provides some decent hitting. Uh, obviously, uh, not the greatest fielder in the world, but you can't ask that from Kyle Schwarber. But I, I do feel that the Nationals uh, will be—they will be competitive again. I mean, they were atrocious last year; like they were hard to watch, uh, which is surprising for a team just winning the World Series a singular year ago. But I—I I, I mean, I hope they bounce back. I don't know what else to say about the Nationals. Uh, Schwarber is going to definitely help with that, as well as Lester, even though Lester is a, a bit past his prime. Yeah, I feel like there's not much to say about that, but, I mean, we'll just see what happens. They also, I'm just remembering, they also uh, signed, or was it traded for, they also signed Josh Bell from the Pirates, so that's more power for them as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's, I mean, that's all we got. We have some, how do I even transition here? So, uh, this is a new season, a lot of movement. Um, there are so, There's a lot of sleeper teams that we could, uh, pick out of the the 30 uh so we're gonna each pick we're gonna each pick three let's start off with let's start off with you madison okay um i said padres blue jays and phillies should i explain my reasoning behind you can yes you may okay so for the padres i think that one's pretty self-explanatory because they got blake snell and new darvish and who they not get um and blue jays we just talked about them but Phillies, if they resign Dee, I don't know if that's going to happen. Um, they have Bryce Harper. They have um, Aaron Nola. Wait, is it Aaron Nola? Yeah. Sorry, I messed that up. I keep mixing him up with Austin Nola. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they just they have a lot of good players, the Phillies. And last year, things didn't really work out for them. But I think with Joe Girardi as their coach, um, they're going to be in the playoffs this season. Jake, why don't you go ahead? Okay, so with my teams, I have so I'm a little bit more out there. I have like you know some teams that didn't do so hot last year, but I think we'll bounce back. So I have the Angels, the Blue Jays, and the Reds. Obviously, we talked about the Blue Jays just now. They added a couple pieces, and I expect them to. They made the playoffs last year. I expect them to make the playoffs again this year. Um, and then there's also the Angels. Um, they have Mike Trout and Anthony Rendon. Those are pretty great players. And as well as that, they're a pretty young team. Uh, so, th- I mean, they only won 26, 26 out of 50 games last year. I think they can only go up. So, And also with the Reds, I was really high on the Reds last year. They kind of underperformed, but I still have, I still think they haven't lost a lot of pieces to the point where they regress as a team. So I think they're going to bounce back, be a, a strong playoff team. Oh, I'm a copycat. So, not really, but I took the Reds from Jake. I, uh, I do like this young team, especially with Luis Castillo. Um, they still have Trevor Bauer, right? Am I, am I, I don't even know. No, well, if he okay. re-signs with them. If he, yeah, so if, he re, if, they, if they re-sign him, that'll be even better. Uh, but this team has definitely gotten better. Uh, Eugenio Suarez definitely 
has uh, improved as well. Um, obviously, the bullpen could need a little help. But this is a nice young team. I like it. Um, I'm going to take the Padres from Madison. Um, mm-hmm. Their rotation just got boosted with Blake Snell, you Darvish, and we're forgetting Joe Musgrove, who they got oh, yeah. earlier this week. Um, of course, the Mets were in that deal. Who knows what that have, was going to happen over there? But yeah, and they got Tatis, who's going to be an MVP. That's going to that, no no question about it. And uh, of course, Manny Machado. So this team is definitely improving. And the team that I'm picking by myself, uh, there's a lot of questions with this team, but I definitely am high on them. Is the Chicago White Sox? Um, yeah. Yes, Lucas Giolito, Dallas Keuchel. Um, they signed Liam. They signed Liam Hendricks. Their pitching is insane. They got Tim Anderson, MVP. Bo- uh, Bobby, <laughs> Jose Abreu. Um, they got a nice young rookie with Luis Robert. I mean, what else do you need to have a nice young team that's built for the postseason? They made. I don't even remember if they made it last year, but they're definitely. I I I, I expect them to make it this year. So. That's yeah, those sure. those are my picks. I think those are very strong, and I like the um I like the the depth with that. All right, hold on, hold on, uh, that hold on, was hold on, hold on. one more ahead, thing. Jake. Uh, <laughs> yes. Another super team. Watch out for the Pittsburgh Pirates. Uh, oh god, really good. <laughs> okay, go on. Oh yeah. Okay, also, also, guys, also, don't forget the Royals. All right. Um, next team up. Uh, not not next team. Next segment. That was some baseball talk. Obviously, there's some football to get to. We just had the divisional wild, the divisional round of the playoffs this past weekend, and there was there was a couple surprises. There was some 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 nice key moments, some terrifying moments. If you guys know what I'm hinting to, so we're gonna start <laughs> off with Jake's favorite. We're gonna start off with Jake's favorite team. Now, Madison, I know you haven't been here before, and if you've listened to us, you've known. You guys know Jake is basically a Rams fan minus the fact that we love the Giants <laughs> he has been on the Rams all year except when they lost to the Jets and he let's just say Jake how, how are you feeling I wasn't feeling too good after this so uh, yeah 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 so the Rams I thought they were gonna beat the Packers right that was my bold prediction that was my uh I was like I don't know. I just thought I thought it would happen. They held Russell Wilson to twenty points. I'm like, okay, if they can hold the Packers to twenty points, which seemed possible. I mean, <laughs> I mean, it seemed possible at the time. It wouldn't even matter. They only scored eighteen <clears throat> points, which is what ended up being their demise. Um, letting up thirty points with a great defense is only in a tribute to the Packers' offense, and I feel like the Packers have. Um, I think they're the favorite to. Get, get out of the NFC, and depending on matchup, I think they can win the Super Bowl. Uh, that Packers team, man, it's ridiculous. But I think the Rams. The the key takeaway here is that Jared Goff isn't good. Um, I he came he came off that thumb injury, which was unfortunate. But at that point, he had recovered, and he he just didn't look good at all. He he wasn't capable of carrying a playoff team, even against a bad Packers defense. The pa- the Packers defense is no. It's, it's nothing great, uh, so I'm really disappointed in Goff. They're tied to him. They have, he has a large contract. You can only blame the Rams front office for that. So uh, he at some point you actually you can't really blame him because at some point Jared Goff was that good of a quarterback, but now 
he is not, unfortunately. So. Yeah, I don't know what happened to him. Yeah, um, go ahead, if you want to add, Matt. I don't know, I don't really have much to say. I just, I don't know what happened to Jared Goff. He was, like, good, and then he slowly got not good. <laughs> yeah, Jake, that's your, that's, that's always your bold prediction. I feel bad now. Um, another game that this actually kind of surprised me with the score. Um, this was very low scoring. It's the Bills and the Ravens. Um, final score is 17 to three, uh, in favor of the Bills. Josh Allen did it. It was more, it was more defensive just like it was kind of last week. Um, but, uh, obviously they find ways to win and they're going to have to find a huge way to win if they want to beat the Chiefs next weekend. But, um, yeah, Jake, do you have any, anything to add? Okay. So the Bills and the Ravens, uh, the Ravens lost, uh, I called this. I did call this game. Uh, I said, temper your expectations on Lamar Jackson. He didn't have that great of a game against a bad Tennessee defense. And look what happened. Uh, I know he got hurt at some point, but like he played for pretty much the whole game. Uh, he threw that pick six, which put the nail in the coffin. If if he would have thrown that touchdown and made it 10-10 instead of 17-3, it would have been a lot more of an interesting game. But, I mean, it, it was his fault for throwing that pick six. It was just an inaccurate ball. Um, it was a good read by the safety, and he just took it. Um, yeah. So the the Ravens, uh, they, they have a great roster. Uh, Lamar's still under his rookie contract for a couple more years, which means their window to win a championship is dwindling, but it still has a couple more years left. I feel like the Ravens are a strong Super Bowl contender next year and the year after. Uh, with the Bills, Josh Allen is good, guys. He's really good. Uh but again, temper your expectations. He put up uh, 17 points on a Ravens defense that looked impressive, but he he looked he looked kind of shut down during the game. I'm gonna say temper your expectations on Josh Allen. So, with that being said, I'm gonna pass the torch to Matt to talk about this game. Yeah, this was yeah this was not. I mean, this was kind of it was more defensive. Honestly, that like I said before, it was more defensively uh, than it was offensive. Both defenses played great. Obviously, the Bills' defense got that pick six. So, like you said, Jake, if it wasn't for that pick six, this would be a different game. And honestly, we could have a different outcome. But, uh, yeah, this was more defensive than it really was offensively. Uh, they're going to have to re- – the Bills are going to really have to turn that around if they want to take down uh, the Chiefs. Uh, Matt, do you want to say anything? You are mad. Yeah, for some reason. Oh. I said Matt. Oh, I thought you said that. No, my bad. <laughs> Go ahead. Um, for some reason, like, I just have the Bills going all the way. I don't know. Just from the start of the playoffs. Was- See, thank you. See, someone understands, okay? <laughs> oh, you yeah. do too? Yes, of course. I mean, at some point the Chiefs are not going to be the best team in the league. It, they may be for the next four or five years, but Jake said a while ago, when you pay quarterbacks $50 million a year, it's it's not going to work out at some point. So yeah. there, there's going to be a price to pay. So we're, we're speaking of the Chiefs, uh, and we're also speaking of Mahomes. They're, yeah, let, let's, let's just let, let's put an F in the chat here for uh, Patrick Mahomes. Let's just hope he's okay. Let's all hope yeah. he's let's all hope he's okay. And Hopefully, if yeah. he is and if he is okay, I, I really hope for a shootout. I really hope this game this weekend is gonna be insane. Because yeah. honestly, these are the two best teams arguably in the league. And 
they're gonna they're gonna be fighting. Yeah, yeah definitely. So... I've heard that he. Oh, sorry. No, you can go. That's fine. Oh, thanks. I heard that he practiced today, so that's a good sign. That's all I was going to say. Yes, he did practice. Go ahead, Jake. Okay, so with this game, uh, the Browns choked. I'm sorry. I'm not going to... I'm I I am one of the only people who actually like the rule where if you force a fumble and it goes out the end zone. I kind of actually like that rule. I don't think it's a bad rule at all. I think all the rules in the NFL are offensive bases and actually defensive-based rule that gives the defense an advantage, and I really like it. And I don't think they're going to change it. Um, but... Cleveland blew it. Uh, they had multiple chances to win. Uh, one of them being Rashard Higgins. Uh, you could have just kept the ball and not extended it. I get it, but like, come on, man, just don't, don't lose the ball. Uh, Baker Mayfield had a chance. They ended up punting, and then, of course, on defense, uh, there was like a third and fifteen. We let Chad Henney run about fifteen yards for a fourth and inches, in which Andy Reid went for it and converted to win the game. So. The Browns blew this game. They they were down by five for like three fourths of the fourth quarter, and they couldn't win. Um, yeah, that most me, of the time. That yeah. to me is against a backup quarterback in a not not amazing, but you know slightly above average defense with the Chiefs. Um, listen, yeah, the, the Browns blew it. I don't think that I don't think that they did. I don't think they were playing particularly special in this game. And I didn't think that the Chiefs were playing particularly special either. I mean, eh, eh, I'm going to track that there. They were playing good before yeah, Mahomes got hurt. Really. They, like, they had like 22. They scored 22 points. And in like the eighth minute of the third quarter, Mahomes went out and they didn't score again. So uh, Chad Henney had that really uh, atrocious, I couldn't even look at it, just the interception. I, I feel like I could have thrown yeah. a little better. With confidence. Like, <laughs> Me? Yeah. I, I, I probably could have done that. I think Matt that, can. But... I think Madison can. I think anyone can. <laughs> like, I, 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 could, yeah. I never have seen a worse thrown football than interception. But besides the point, the Chiefs got the win. Am I surprised? No, I said the Chiefs were win. I will, I, based on the circumstances, yes. Based on how many times the Browns blew it. But the Browns blew the game. That's, that's what I gotta say. Yeah. Like, uh, oh, sorry. No, go. Um, so when I was a freshman at our school, I, our football team was so bad. You guys probably remember. I don't know if you guys like went to the games when it was like, oh no, I did four years ago. Yeah. I know. I think we pulled the Browns at one point. Yeah. No. So that, it just reminded me of that. Like, cause I was a cheerleader that year and it was just awful. Like, I think we only got one win that year and the Browns looked like that team, high school football team. So yeah. Yeah, obviously. All right. So we're going to move. We move on to the game that Jake shockingly was was uh, streamed on the History Channel. Um, <laughs> it's between the four year olds duking it out, and uh, in the end, it seems as if Jameis Winston will be the quarterback of the Saints. Jake. Okay, so the Saint, the Saints lost this game. Drew Brees is most likely going to retire. He hasn't announced it yet, but he's going to retire. Um, I think what I'm going to mainly talk about is Drew Brees played horrible. He threw three picks. Tom Brady didn't look that good either, but he was playing a good defense, so it's okay. Um, here's the thing with the Saints. I'm thinking long term. They're in cap hell. They have nine. They're projected to be ninety million under the cap. If Drew Brees retires, that makes it a little more forgivable. But they still have to restructure a bunch of contracts, including Cam Jordan's contract, Michael Thomas's contract, and Marshawn Lattimore's contract. All need to be restructured in the Saints' favor. As well as that, they'd need to cut guys like Janoris Jenkins and other secondary 
<laughs> they need to That's cut. Crazy. They need to cut those guys because they can't afford them. Um, they're gonna. They're not. They're gonna take a huge step back. I wouldn't be surprised if they even miss the playoffs, especially with Jameis Winston most likely being at the helm. And that is what I want to mainly talk about. So Jameis Winston is going to be the quarterback next year, and that is because Taysom Hill um, was a experimental uh, thing to catch teams off guard. No one knew how to play against Taysom Hill, and they won because of it. People were going to know how to play against Jameis Winston because they have about four to four years of sample size from when he played in Tampa. Um, so now uh, I feel like Jameis Winston going to the Saints is kind of like a quarterback school situation because Drew Brees obviously has been in the league for about 18 years. Sean Payton is probably the best offensive head coach in the NFL. And just sitting there, seeing what they do for an entire year, he, he's going to get better than he was in Tampa Bay, definitely. He's definitely going to fix his turnover issues. So I think uh, expect Jameis Winston to be the starter and expect Jameis Winston to be pretty good too. I mean, Jake, you said it before. Um, he's not a number one pick for a reason. He's, he wasn't a number one pick on accident. He obviously has some talent. And I think what you just said was spot on. If he's sitting behind probably one of the best quarterbacks in the league, he's obviously going to learn something from him. And I think he's going to come out with a different mentality and, like you said, fix, his, uh, fix those turnover issues instead of throwing 30 picks and 30 touchdowns. Uh, Madison, you want to say anything? Um, I, well, I, like, just made picks in my head before each game, and I thought the Saints were going to win that game, but they definitely proved me wrong, and I feel bad for Breeze, because that wasn't, it was a horrible way to go out if he is retiring, which he probably is. There was, um, there was a, there was a meme I saw on, uh, on the NFL memes page, it was like, it said, Tom Brady, if Tom Brady's not in the, a- if he's not in the AFC Championship game, he's in the NFC Championship game, <laughs> which means he's, he, he's on fire, I think we're, Jake, Jake, you did say he was playing a great defense, but they put up thirty points, and I know half of that was from turnovers. But we still got to put, we got to give credit where credit is due, and uh, we're just gonna have to see. I mean, these two teams, uh, the Packers and the Bucks, played this year, uh, and the Bucks absolutely destroyed the Packers after going down ten nothing. So uh, I guess we're gonna have to wait um, and see. Uh, Jake, do we want to get into predictions? Yeah, so I'm going to talk about the Bucks for a second. That's going to be a great segue into the predictions and explaining the predictions. So with the Buccaneers, uh, I was not impressed by Tom Brady in the least bit. I understand he's playing a good defense, but three of three of his, I think four, three of his four touchdowns, or maybe three, three out of his three touchdowns. I'm not completely sure how many touchdowns they scored, but three touchdowns that he had came off shortened field based on True Brees interceptions. When you're playing Aaron Rodgers, you are not getting three interceptions. I realize they played really good against the Packers earlier this year, but this is just a different Packers team and a different motivated Packers team. Um, uh, I'm not making the same mistake that I did against the Saints-Buccaneers game. Basically, my entire basis of picking the Saints over the Buccaneers was because they had beat them two, two times previously. I get it that the Buccaneers beat the Packers at some point this year, but I'm not going to make the same mistake again. I'm going, I'm going with the Packers, and it's because that Tom Brady didn't play so well, and the the defense really cared. And you're not getting a lot of turnovers off Aaron Rodgers. You're not going to get that. It's not happening. Yeah. Yeah, I. I should I make my pick? No, you, you can go. Go. 
Um, I have a, I can't even speak. <laughs> I have the Packers too, um, winning and the Bills. I think I don't know. That game is going to be like tough to predict. I think I have the Bills going all the way, but I know we're not up to that yet. But I just wanted to say it. Yeah, I think that in, with the Packers situation, we'll get to the Bills. Uh, with the Packers situation, um, like you said, Jake, it's a different Packers team. This is a well-built Packers team. Um, the defense has definitely, definitely improved. Um, there's going to be, there's going to be some, there's going to be some stories told after this game, especially when it's Brady versus Rodgers. Um, obviously, they've never played in the playoffs before. Brady's never been in the NFC, so this is going to be a very interesting game. We're going to have to see how it uh, plays out. Obviously, you can't really go by the game they played earlier this year, even if the outcome was a Bucks win. So. Jake, like you said, this is a different team, and I think they're both going to come out firing, and I think it's more momentum-based. I think the Packers, they, they always start out with a lot of momentum, but they're playing a tough, they're playing a very tough defense, obviously one of the best defenses in the league uh, in Tampa Bay. So uh, it's going to be interesting to see how uh, it plays out. Do I want the Bucks in the Super Bowl and, getting Tom, and giving Tom Brady a seventh ring? No, I do not. But at the same time, it, it, some people are – wanting that to happen so um with that i do pick the ba- i do pick the packers jake i'm assuming you're picking the packers too yes okay so that's pretty simple i'm pretty sure Mad just picked madison just picked the packers okay yeah. so uh moving on to what i think would be a slugfest uh yeah jake, jake you said it before josh allen guys he's great he's an amazing quarterback is he a top tier quarterback with this win Depends where he is after Super Bowl after Super Bowl weekend. Obviously, he's got to be somewhat decent to make it to this point. So, obviously, he's a great quarterback. He can extend plays. He knows where to throw the ball. He's got a nice receiving core. Um, Stephon Diggs does whatever he wants to do. Uh, this defense has done extremely well in the playoffs this year. Um, but they're playing Patrick Mahomes, possibly. Um, if they're playing Patrick Mahomes, it's a different story. If Patrick Mahomes doesn't end up playing, I honestly, Jake and Madison, I think this is a cakewalk for Bel- for Buffalo. Whoa. Doesn't matter. How. Oh, wait, hold on. With, I don't. Okay, so I with I don't know. Go. I don't that know was how. Weird, I, yeah, I, I don't know how. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how. At the same time, this the defense of Kansas City is pretty good, but okay, maybe I shouldn't say cakewalk. But I think the Bills <laughs> would. But I think the Bills would win. Is all I have to say. Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah, so if the if uh, Patrick Mahomes does not play, which is a possibility, um, he has a concussion. So uh, concussions, you know, it can go you know minimum six days or minimum five to six days, maximum you know eight to ten days, depending on the severity of the concussion. But I feel like he'll be back. I think he practiced. It's a this report on ESPN said he practiced fully today. But I'm not sure how accurate that is. Um, yeah, but some one said limited and the other said fully, so that's yeah, weird. So, but he's still he's on protocol. The I think he's gonna play. But if if he doesn't play, Bills win. Um, but yeah, this is gonna be an absolute shootout. And the have the Chiefs ever lost a shootout? I don't. I don't. Think I don't they've ever had. I, I don't think they've do ever we, lost do, a shootout. No. Do we call the AFC Championship game two years ago a shootout? I don't know. 
Because mm-hmm. that would be an, that would be an example, but at the same time, it's Tom Brady and it's the Patriots. But I feel like that would be the only example. So I don't think they have really. Yeah. So uh, this is going to be a Chiefs win because I'm assuming Patrick Mahomes is going to play. I'm assuming that uh, if he doesn't play, then they're going to lose. But I feel like Patrick Mahomes will play, and they will win. Because you can't lose, you can't beat the king of shootouts in a shootout. And that's the only way Buffalo is going to win this game. I don't think their defense is, their defense is good, but it's not good enough to stop Patrick Mahomes. At least not in my opinion. So, that's that's my pick. I'm going to pick Chiefs, Chiefs-Packers Super Bowl. And we'll see where we are when we get to it for my prediction. Massive, what are your thoughts? Um, I mean, I... I don't know, like, I'm rooting for the Bills, so it's, like, I'm kind of, like, forced to think they're going to win. Like, I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, I'm kind of just, um... Yeah. <laughs> when you, like, make yourself think something, when you, deep, in, deep down inside, you know it's not, probably not going to happen. Like, oh, no, that's yeah. Kind of what I'm we, doing. we think that all the time with the Giants, yeah. so... Yeah, yeah. So, uh, I think the Bills... Yeah. Oh, sorry. I think they're going to win, but I don't at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> I'm making I'm, no sense right now. I'm kind of no. I'm kind of with you. Um, I want. I, I do want the Bills to win. This is a young. I mean, the, both teams are very young, are young and very firepower. I want the Bills to win, honestly. But do you bet against the Chiefs? Not really. And I've switched no, my. I, I've switched my pick. I, I I've been with the Bills for a little bit on the podcast, picking them. But if, if Mahomes is back, I think he has something to prove, and I think it's going to be a Chiefs win. Yeah, if he's back. If yeah, he's if, not back, then I'm going with the Bills. Okay, that 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 seems a little more reasonable. Jake, yeah. do we get do we get into the Super Bowl? Uh, I think we all have I think we all have Chiefs Packers at this point. It's up to you guys. Yeah, basically. I, I don't really want to predict it because I'm not sure like what the circumstances are. It'll change how much someone wins by who has momentum. Um, I, I don't know. It's gonna be weird. I yeah. will say this: if yeah. Tampa makes a Super Bowl, they're playing in Tampa. That's where the Super Bowl is, and they're allowing, that. Yeah, that's and they're allowing. That's gonna be an. In- there will be fans. That's gonna be very. That's gonna be very interesting. So yeah. that'll with, be very interesting. Fans, a lot of them will be Tampa Bay fans, considering that it's closer. Not everyone goes halfway, or you know, people will for the Super Bowl. But I'm just saying, people don't usually just pack it up and leave for the Super Bowl. But locals will definitely attend a Tampa Bay Super Bowl, considering that's where they play. That's where I think the, fans the are in Tampa the, Bay. I think the last time that was—I mean, this—that's never happened before. No one has ever hosted a Super Bowl in their own stadium. But I think the closest was uh, uh, the Minnesota Vikings the year uh, Stephon Diggs did his little magic work against the Saints because yeah. um, they got to the championship game but lost to the Eagles. But yeah, I think that's that's going to be very interesting if that happens. Um, I'm losing to the Eagles. Yeah, for real, honestly. <laughs> um, and with that, guys, um, that is gonna we're gonna cut it a little short here today. We usually go longer, but um, that's all we really have for you guys today. We want to thank you, Madison, for coming on here. Thanks and, for having uh, me on. Yes, of course. We we want to thank you for ha- uh, for coming here and uh, talking sports with us. Obviously, guys, you know what you're doing. If you guys are listening right now, if you make it this far, you know exactly what I'm about to say. Go do it. <laughs> exactly. I don't even need to say it anymore. Just go do it. Um. So with that. That is going to do it for us here today. Uh, Yo, we're signing off. See you later, guys. Bye, guys.